What's up? What's up? And it's hot in here. What's going on, everybody? My name is Shay. This is No Spoon Podcast. I don't know why it's lagging so much, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, Casey? Let me know if you guys can hear me in the in the uh, comment section. I had some difficulty, but it is super hot in here. I don't know why. It's supposed to rain. Yeah, hit that like button. But let me know if you guys can hear me. That's the main thing. That's the main thing I'm worried about right now. We got a good show for you guys today. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. You guys can hear me. What's going on? Since we started a little bit late, I'm going to get to just get into it real quick. Kind of adjust to some of this. Yeah. Let's end this. What's up? What's going on, everybody? My name is Shay. This is the No Spoon Podcast. I want to get into it real quick here. I got a guest coming on. You already know who he is. I don't know why it's so hot in here, but it's hot, ridiculously hot, and it's supposed to start raining all, all day today out here in L.A., but... um. My name is Shay, No Spoon Podcast. You guys already know me. We're here. Um, what's up with the chat? I see you guys already in here. I want to shout out uh, this company real quick. They don't sponsor me or nothing like that, but they made this shirt. As you see it, it says God made, and it has a uh, the men's and the women's restroom signs there just for the people that have seemed to have forgotten that God has made men and women. That's from uh, Stand Up Now. I'm going to put the uh, Stand Up Now apparel. You can go to them standupnowapparel.com uh to get a bunch of their their uh apparel that they have things like this you know we always sit here and we talk about how these woke companies and these companies this companies that well you got to support the people so i supported them i bought this shirt i wear it all the time nobody ever says anything to me about it other than good things i, I hear so you know it, it it's crazy because when you go out there and you put yourself out there what you find is a lot of people just don't care man there's a lot of people that they feel the same way. And I feel like, you know, us taking that kind of stance and kind of putting ourselves out there, you're going you're gonna to realize that there's a lot of people that think just like you. And you know what I mean? And so I say support these companies, Stand Up Now Apparel. Um, like I said, they don't sponsor me or anything like that. But they sent this shirt and they're doing a lot of good things for the culture. So I suggested you guys go in a, and uh, support them. But I'm going to put this link in the description once this is over so you guys go check it out um if you have not followed me follow me on all the different platforms i haven't put it up there as you see it's going down there at the bottom what i'm going to try to do here um thursdays this is going to kind of be the day i'm going to do a live show every thursday here on youtube uh aim 6 6 30 today we was a little bit behind i had uh lost my boy's email i don't know why but I could not find it. <laughs> so that's why we're a little bit behind. But um, this is what I'm trying to do, man, is is you, you guys all know I work regular jobs. I do regular things. I'm just a regular person. So I have a life that I have to take care of. And with that being said, I have now kind of positioned myself where I can 
I'm, I'm free. And Thursdays is going to be a day where I'm going to do my show here on YouTube every Thursday at 6, 6.30 around this time, Pacific time. Um, I just feel like it's, I'm going to go all in with this and try to give as best as much as I can and bring as much content as I can. So, you know, see where it goes. I mean, if you guys want to support, I appreciate it. Um, but support by just watching, support by just sharing, support by just telling other people about the things that we got going on and and how we're trying to shift the narrative. And, um, you know, that's really it. I don't I don't I'm not sitting here, you know, asking for money. If you want to do that, that's cool, too. But if not, just support by just showing up man. Getting and, and bringing your input. And I appreciate it. Getting in the chat. As you see, we got people in the chats already. Um, but, you know. That's really what I that's really what I'm about here. And that's really what I'm gonna try to do here every Thursday. But I got stick around for the end of the show because I got an announcement of something that I'm gonna start doing on a weekly basis. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be good for you because I feel like it's not just giving you the content or giving you or talking about the stories and stuff like that, but also just giving something back. If I can do something, I'm gonna do something. And so we got an announcement that I'm gonna make that I'm gonna do here every week on this show. Um, possibly starting next week. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Um, so let's get into it. You guys already know the guests that I'm about to come on. Um, we do this a lot. And so it's been a minute, though, since I think it's been a while since we've got on here. But I'm about to bring my boy Blanche onto the stage. What's up, Blanche? What's up, Che? What's good? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, I was yesterday when I was. Uh, I was I was making the little promos. I, I couldn't stop laughing with the Nori thing. I went back to the Nori thing. <laughs> and Nori was on that beach with, uh, with, with the two blunts. Yeah. What's going on, man? How you been? I've been pretty good, man. Been pretty good. Uh, you know, just been working. That's all. Yeah. That's working all like you now, just working. Man, that's all we can do, bro. That's all we can do. Um, but uh, anything, anything new for the people or same old, same old, same old, same old, man. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing going on. We're looking Somebody. for a nice show, man, with the subject matter, you know, the topics. Oh yeah, here we go, Mike <laughs> and Scotty. <laughs> hey, listen, man, Scotty is a hater, man. Which one is? Scott? Oh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. You can't do that, man, because then people then we start going, well, who's Mike? Who's Scotty? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You guys yeah. like Mike and Kobe or something, man. You can't say Scotty yeah. is a hater now. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, what you call it? Uh, uh, hey, guess what, man? The other day, I got to tell the story, right? So I, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm out here in L.A. So you see everything out here in L.A. And uh, just because I was going over what we what we what we uh, what we talked about last time we was that the, in, in the news and everything like that, that was going on last time he was on the show. But I'm in the store. Right. And guess who I seen? Of all people. Guess who I seen in the grocery store about two days ago? Was it Tuesday? Yeah. Nori. Nope. Kanye? On everything I love. I, Kanye was in the store, in the grocery store. He was with his daughter, and he doing this the whole time because he don't want people to see. So he doing like this, and he was with his wife. And the way she was dressed, it was like Hold she was on. bringing he, with who? Is what He married? Yeah, you didn't know he got remarried? To who? 
some model. Uh, I don't know. She looked just like Kim. Oh, I think I did see her, man. He got remarried. I didn't know he married her though. Yeah. Oh, and it, for real. And he was he was in the store. He was in the store, and and at first I was like, "Is that him?" And you could tell people in the store, but you know, he, yeah, he's crazy. So nobody wants to approach him because you know yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be on TMZ and all that stuff. So he uh, but you could tell like it was kind of like a little buzz in the store, and um, he was uh he was standing there, and so I I look over there and he doing like this the whole time. He didn't stop doing it. Now I don't know why he just didn't wear a mask, right? But he doing this the whole time. He like this. And so I really still wasn't sure if it was him until he walked out. So I walked out behind him. So I'm like, I got to say something to him, right? Because he's, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want her to go crazy. Yeah. And I had texted my wife. I said, man, you never get Kanye in the store right now. She's like, you lying. I said, no, she's in, he's in the store. And she's like, don't pull the phone out because he's going to go crazy. But turn the phone on and, and, and call me, but have it on. And I said, okay, I'm going to say something. So. Anyways, I knew it was him because they was in like a, a, a Mercedes uh, SUV and he had a driver. And and when the driver had jumped out and got the shopping cart. And so and so he was walking out and I was walking. So, you know what I say? <laughs> I say, nobody wants to say it. So I said, I said, hey, yeah, I said, yeah, I agree with everything you say, man. Keep telling the truth. And he looked, he looked, he just started laughing. I could see he had his grill in and he started laughing. He was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, you made his day, man. <laughs> hey, you made his day, man. Man, I was like, this is crazy. But uh, I just had to say that because it was it was just crazy to see. I mean, you, you know how it is out here. You can see anybody any given day. Right. But to see him. I thought he was. Remember, he was missing for a minute. Remember, <laughs> I think that guy that was his handler wasn't he like Canadian CIA or something? His little handler, the guy that said to send that text message. Yeah, the um, I forgot his name, but the dude Harley, that was the dude that Harley. was threat the dude that was threatening to uh to take him to the uh. To the to the, put him in the hospital again, right. or something like that. Right. Har yeah, Harley Pastor yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. you sure? You so hey, look, this new Chuck Chuck is on it. He said, "You sure it wasn't? It, it probably it could have been. Could have been strong. <laughs> but he was with his daughter, and, and and but I mean, it's almost like you trying to you trying to be incognito. But his wife was dressed like she just came off the runway, for real. And it was like, uh, I'm like, man, how you trying to be incognito and you over here, you got your wife dressed like that. I don't know, bro. He was with his oldest daughter? Uh, how old is his oldest daughter? I don't know. She looked like she was probably like eight years old or something like that. Oh, that might the be the little one. girl he was with. Which one? That was the one that was on TikTok, you know, singing the song about, uh, I think, Felatio. She's like, eight or, she's like nine years old. Yeah, she was on TikTok. The song she was singing, the girl, the song is about, you know, oral sex. <laughs> I'm serious. Listen, I'm serious. Man, you know, I, these, these celebrities, man, you know, it's like at the same time, like I said, you know, you in the store, 
you could put a mask on. People would still wear a mask all day out here, but you didn't. You doing all this. Yeah. Your wife is dressed and she it and if if you wasn't famous and if nobody knew any and you walked into the store like that, everybody all eyes would be on you because the way you dressed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so it's like but you get mad if somebody approach you and and to a certain extent nobody nobody approached him so I'm I guess that him pulling them little stunts it works. You know what I mean? Because yeah. You can't go out there and 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 uh no one's gonna say nothing because nobody wants to end up on uh on on, on TMZ and all that, like Kanye went crazy. But then again, maybe I should have just approached him and let him let him hit me or something. Ooh, Chase. <laughs> I missed that. Oh <laughs> jackpot. Hey, I'd have fell out like oh. on uh, oh. uh what's the dude's name on Friday? Oh, <laughs> Oh, Kanye hit you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Shay, don't get up. Shay, don't get up. I'd have had a fake seizure. Man. I'd have hey. been, been doing CPR. Like, listen. Hey, and this, this, hey yeah, I know. Hey, this would this would be the most watched watch channel on YouTube after that. <laughs> oh my goodness. It'd be like the dude. It'd be like Che, the No Spoon Podcast. Everybody know about it because that's the dude that, that Kanye knocked out. Oh, yeah, I'd have been like knocked out. I'd have been like he knocked me out. Knocked me out. I'd have been a victim. You know, victim. And you, and you need therapy, Che. You need. Oh, I need uh, all that. Yeah. Chiropractor, doctor. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You hear me? That's crazy. But uh, hey, let's get into some of these. I got a couple stories. Couple of the big news that's going on. Uh, I think the first one we're gonna talk about. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about JJ Reddick. Uh, did you see? Did you see with the whole little him yeah. back and forth and him and Kendrick Perkins? Yeah. Um, I'll play a clip real quick if you guys don't know. But so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, so so they talking about uh, jo- Jokic Jokic. Uh, Jokic is the uh Denver Nuggets. Are they still the Nuggets? Yeah, Denver, yeah, Denver Nuggets. Um, they say he's gonna win this third straight MVP. He's 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 averaging a triple double. Kendrick Persons earlier said he stat he pads his stats. Um, and then so he makes this. I, I'll play the I'll play the clip what Kendrick Perkins said, but he makes this comment the other day on first take. About why you now, mind you, those of you that don't know, Jokic is from I don't know where he where's he from, some European country. He's white, basically, right? So you you guys can get the gist of it. Let me play this clip real quick. Why didn't he never bring up this in particular subject? When it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990. It's only three guys that won the MVP that wasn't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Who were they? Steve Nash, Jokic, and uh, Dirk Nowinski. No. Dirk Nowinski. <laughs> what, do, what do those guys have in common? I'll let, you sit, I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> so that's, that's Kendrick Perkins. And he's saying that the only three, uh, Nash, <clears throat> Nowitzki, and Jokic. And for those that don't know, 
all the people ain't sports fans in here. My boy Chuck Pulley said they all uh they all played for Dallas. No, well Nash Nash and, and Nowitzki did. Yeah. Uh but they're all white. Right? So this was the back and forth they had, and this is the uh this was this was JJ Reddick. But he said, I think it was the next day he came out and said this mm-hmm. about it. So I'll play that clip and then we'll get into it real quick. Give, Stephen give A, I, I mean, Stephen A, I mean, I mean no offense to you and I mean no offense to First Take because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, did. Yes, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the time. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Yes, I can. (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) What? Ah, man. So he, so you know, they saying he Perkins is saying. I think he said that it was eighty percent. And I think just recently they retract. They went and they kind of cleaned that up because it ain't eighty percent of the uh, of the uh, what you call of the voters are um, white. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know he's implying he's saying that the white the, the white the white voters are going to vote for white players, Nowitzki, Nash, and now Jokic. So, what you think, man? I was talking with somebody today, and I said everybody points to Steve Nash winning back-to-back MVP, MVPs, and over Kobe Bryant, one of them. And everybody just says the statement, but it's a it's a racial implication. Like Steve Nash only won because he's white. Mm-hmm. And I said, but what they don't tell you is they don't give context. And I talk about this a lot, especially in the black community where these arguments aren't ever contextualized because the, the, the premise is race. So you don't really have to go into depth when the, in the conversation. You can just say, oh, Steve Nash, white, Kobe, black. Steve Nash got it because he was white. So basically white privilege. And the same thing with, they're saying with um, Jokic. Now what they won't tell you is that when Steve Nash won the record of his team, mm-hmm. his team's record, they won't tell you that most of these MVPs, the teams are usually one or two in the NBA. They're usually the top teams. Um, and they also won't tell you the award is not about the best player in the NBA. The award is about the most valuable player to the team. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Phoenix Suns and think about it honestly, who they have? And in Nash's second MVP, Amari Stoudemire was gone. He got hurt. 
Yeah. So you got to think Steve Nash went back to back with his team being one or two in the NBA or like second in the West the second year, but the team was still good and he had really a bunch of role players on his team. My point is it's easy to make an argument about race. It, it, like it's easy to say Steve Nash got it because he's white. The media is going to support it, the propaganda machine, all this stuff support. But at the end of the day, JJ Reddit gets into the X's and O's of what's going on. And these players are good and they have good numbers. Steve Nash was 90% from the free throw line, 50% from the field, 40% from three. Like it's not like these guys are not good players. Right. And I'm talking to this guy today and he's just like, Steve Nash shouldn't have won. I said, why not? Man, he just shouldn't have. I said, why not? I said, the Lakers were like, not good. I mean, Kobe's putting up numbers, but the team wasn't good. So anyway, my point is, Che, is that these arguments never get contextualized. It's always, like Perkins said, y'all figure it out, what them guys have in common. So you let the, the pea brains out here. Ooh, you would. <laughs> well, you know, I think I look at it like um, I think the most important thing that J.J. Reddick said is that they create narratives that don't exist in reality. And yes. that's that's not just ESPN. That's all media. Yes. And I'm going to play a, I'm going to play a, a we're going to I'm going to talk about a story. I didn't tell you about it, but I just figured I just got it like right before I came on. But I will talk about it in a minute. It kind of goes into that. But that's what media does is media creates narratives that don't exist because because they know that for one, they have an agenda and two it's they sensationalize things. So it sounds better. It's going to create more controversy if you say, hey, um, the only reason why Jokic is even is is MVP is because he's white. And that's, you know, it fans the flame. Racism is a is an age old um narrative that continues to get clicks and continues to get in, in uh it, it's profitable so to speak right and so when you really look at like like going back to that um as, i mean as 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 being from la being a laker fan yeah i would have liked to see kobe have won it i felt like he he could have but you got to be realistic and he didn't have good teams you know and if that's the case if we're really going to get into it um when look at westbrook won it Westbrook running and they was like a six seed in the in, mm -hmm. in out of the West and he averaged a triple double. And if you want to talk about stat padding, it, it, who Westbrook is the king of stat padding. You know what I and mean? I mean, and I'm mean, just, but every, and, and and like they say, everybody does it. I get it. I don't know if Jokic is doing it, but his team is good. So the what the difference between Westbrook and Jokic is Westbrook stat pads and it doesn't help his team, right? Jokic, if he's stat padding, fine. They're playing good. We just saw Giannis the other night through like at the end of the game, he threw up a little uh a little a little uh shot off the backboard and grabbed it so he can get that that <laughs> triple double on the rebound. But Giannis's team is good. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't I I just think that this is like the main thing is is that they create these narratives and and it's not really based in reality. I don't think anybody in the league is really like, oh, they're gonna, uh, they're only doing this because you know he's white. I don't think anybody feels like that. I think the reality is, is they know he's a good player and he's valuable to his team, and that's just it. Um, but I mean, it's so hard. I, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna say this, man. It's so hard to sit here and play the race card when the majority of, of your league is black. Like it's insane. <laughs> 
I don't know if you remember when the when the Pistons, I don't know if it was Isaiah or Rodman that said that Larry Bird was only getting all this praise because he was white. I don't know which one of them said it, but they said it about Larry Bird. I back think it was then. Isaiah. Yeah. But my but here goes my issue though. Y'all act like Larry Bird ain't cooking y'all though. Like it'd be different if y'all wasn't getting cooked by him. It'd be different if he was off the bench, it like like Lynn Sanity or something. It, like if he was a novelty. It'd be different if he wasn't cooking. But if he's out there cooking, I don't understand the, the, the argument or the gripe. Like my thing is if Yogi's out there killing y'all, what can y'all really say? Nothing. And he is. Right. That's, just, that's just the facts. I mean, I mean, to, to another example, <laughs> just recently we seen uh 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 Melly. <laughs> yeah, you seen that 150 yeah. IQ point. Yeah, Westbrook is an idiot, man. Come on, man. And listen, they gave that to Westbrook. Think about this. They gave it to Westbrook out of novelty because you almost had to give it to him. Because he was doing something historic, it, it's almost like if we don't do this, they're gonna it's gonna be they're, they're gonna go crazy. So it's like it's public pressure to give Westbrook the the MVP. And I saw Westbrook taking rebounds from his own teammates, like he was literally stat padding, like like it was nuts. So so let let me let me say this though, I believe okay when you have when you have voters, there is a human bias involved, right? And Westbrook is a perfect example, and I'll tell you why. The media does not like Kevin Durant, and they did not like when Durant left Westbrook in Oklahoma, OKC. And so then Westbrook was by himself. He averaged a triple-double. They gave him the MVP. If you want to talk sure. about bias, there, there's bias like that. If you want to talk about bias even with Nash and Kobe – People people forget this, and it's only you know it's only because after Kobe passed away, and he, even in his last years, that people started to like him. People hated Kobe when he played. Right. The media right. hated everybody. Hated like Kobe was not this loved guy that you see now. You uh, there's murals, and now there's awards made after him. Look, when it came to basketball and all that, they didn't. Nobody liked Kobe. They're just being honest. Right. You know what I mean? And so so now to for them to be like. You know, um, now everybody loves Kobe, but they didn't love him back then. And then plus Kobe was just coming off of that, you know, the accusations that he had over there in Colorado. So there was a number of reasons you can look at why Kobe didn't get the MVP. You know what I mean? I don't right. I don't could race be one of them. I mean, race race. It could always be a possibility. But I just I just see that there's many other factors that could lead into to why something like that's happening. I see my camera's really lagging, man. I don't like that. I see it. You're nobody to somebody kill. Yeah, you are. That's true. But uh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say, man? I forgot. Yeah, I I don't know. Let Let's go to another story real quick. All right. <clears throat> this is the oh the January sixth stuff has come out. And Tucker's showing it. Um, let's play. So, so what's his name was on uh, the Daily Show? Uh, Marlon, Marlon Wayans. Sean was it yeah. Sean. I think it's Marlon. Mar Marlon, 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 Marlon. Yeah, let's play this clip real quick of Marlon. Uh, Marlon. I was watching Fox News last night because. <laughs> 
because apparently I hate my life. Uh, but I learned something. You know how the whole world remembers January 6th as the day a bunch of violent Trump fans stormed into the Capitol? Well, according to Fox News, we just got the footage wrong. Fox News host Tucker Carlson aired the first clips of the unseen January 6th surveillance footage given to him by Speaker Kevin McCarthy. On his show last night, he said the insurrection was mostly peaceful chaos, adding that the people who forced themselves into the Capitol weren't, quote, insurrectionists, they were sightseers. We're going to begin tonight with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. Sightseeing my black ass. <laughs> if you have to punch a cop on your way in, you not sightseeing. <laughs> you fight seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker Carlson proved is that you can make anything look better by not showing the bad part. How come they never show 9-11 planes taking off? <laughs> In a way, some of this footage is even more disturbing. Like, there was this guy at the ride who was just cleaning shit up. That's a straight-up psychopath. <laughs> I bet this guy goes to the orgies and does wordle. <laughs> Guys, I got it. I got it in four guesses. Come on, guys, stop each other. <clears throat> I agree with the. I agree with the comment. Marlon ain't been funny since night. Marlon ain't. I, Marlon. You know, the Wayans brothers ain't never been funny to me, to be honest with you. Ever. They've never been yeah, funny. They've yeah. been silly. They haven't been funny. Yeah. When I say the Wayans, I'm talking about, like, Sean and Marlon. I, I like yeah. Damon at times. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I think he says he says something. He says something interesting. He said it just shows you that you can make anything um, – appear however i don't know i, I forget how he, how he worded it but you can I make it good if you just look good by not showing the bad parts right so you can make anything look bad by only showing the bad parts you can make anything right. i mean we could they did this with the the blm riots you know when you only show the good parts or you show things we just know that the media media can manipulate they can manipulate anything and i think that you know Marlon is just, it's the daily show. Nobody takes it serious. But it, it was bad though, Che. Like that little monologue was terrible. Like it was trying, like, like there, there's no way the oh, audience yeah. was laughing. Like there's, there's no way they had to have a laugh track because nothing he said was funny. Well, you know, I, I look at it like this is why I say like so, these celebrities and comedians, they're, they're more dangerous than anybody because they're not real journalists, so they're not respected in that sense of having to tell the truth. Right. So you can you can say something and you can repeat a narrative and you can um, put a laugh track behind it and tell a little joke about it 
and then people are just going to accept it and they're not going to hold you accountable. They're not going to when when the truth comes out or anything that contradicts what you said comes out. Nobody's going to call upon them and say, hey, um, can you go and retract that? That's not how it works. They're a comedian. They're just going to say, I'm just a comedian. I'm just an actor. I'm just a rapper. So that's kind of what, what I see is like they put these people up there. I mean, D.L. Hughley was on The Daily Show. He did the, the Daily Show uh, a few weeks ago or something like that. And he's another one that he just says, these people are just puppets. They say the things that the people that sign their checks, that that get their books published and get their TV shows produced and um, their podcast distributed – these people, the people that sign their checks, they have an agenda and they're just appeasing them. That's all it is. None of them will ever, ever contradict the narrative. They'll go right along with it. Like he said, the whole world saw, remembers January 6th as the day when violent Trump supporters took over the Capitol. That's not necessarily true, but he'll never, exp he can't say that because that's not the narrative. Right. You know, that's what it's all about. I thought it was interesting that he said, if you punch a cop on your way in, then that's not um, sightseeing. He said, that's fight scene. The funny thing is, have we ever seen any footage of a police officer getting punched? That would that clip would have been viral. They would have showed that police officer getting punched every day, all day. They don't have the footage because they would have showed it. But the fact that he said it, the average person is going to think it really happened. Oh, they were punching cops. They're not going to show the cops actually waving people in, opening the door, folks letting people in the back door, all kind of stuff. People that work there in the building. But again, like you said, it's dangerous because these people can get away with it because he's a comedian and it's parody right. and it's not really real. And then you know, you're laughing, but... What are they going to do? Research what really happened or listen to Marlon? They're going to listen to Marlon. Like, I mean, it's just so it's just dangerous for me to for him to say what you all remember. But he's playing the footage of them actually sightseeing. He's telling you how horrific it is. But you're seeing people. One guy literally cleaning up like one guy taking <laughs> selfies. Like you literally see people walking in single file lines like they're on a field trip. So I, you're right. It is dangerous. And he made a joke about it, you know, him, the guy cleaning up. So, I mean, so what do you want him to do? Like punch a cop? Right. Vandalize the, yeah. Spray paint? Set well, he, he, I'm going I'm to play a clip of, of something. See, here's the thing is like, it's all about what you decide to show, right? If you decide to show all the more violent things and, you know, there were more people doing some violent stuff there. Cool. That happened. And there was people that weren't. It's, you have to show it in its context. Um, let, let, here, here's a clip real quick of some things that did happen on January 6th, but it doesn't get played in the mainstream media. The police here are willing to work with us and cooperate peacefully like our First Amendment allows. Gather more Americans under the condition that they will come and gather peacefully to discuss what needs to be done to save our country. Bro! 
This must be peaceful. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. <laughs> that Viking guy is. So, I'm like, y'all can't see through this. Come on, Shay. This dude, come on, man. He look like a broke Braveheart, man. Come on, man. What we do? And they they gave him like uh, four years or something like that. Oh, he got four years. Yeah, he got like four years, or I think it was like three and a half or something like that. That's who Tucker was talking about him like a couple nights ago. Yeah, he got like four years or something like that. What did but he I, do? I think, yeah, I mean, well, he, he, he did say it has to be peaceful. But Trump said that, too. Everybody just forgets. They just gloss over that part. Like, all the peaceful stuff, it doesn't matter, right? Um, I, I think the bigger story that nobody wants to talk about, and Marlon Wayans included in The Daily Show and all these, all these puppets, they're not going to talk about is how, and this is the stuff that Tucker's talking about on his show with the, with the tapes, is how it appears as if the police were complicit in this, how they were letting people in, how they were, um, you know, actually opening doors, how they were. I mean, you can see the cop right there basically saying, just do it like this. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that are going on that it's like, you know, how, how do you hold these people accountable when the people that are authority aren't saying anything. Well, I knew it was a sham when they had the little hearing and the Democrats literally put together a production. They didn't show raw footage. They put together uh, Trump speaking and then showed them in front of the cap. Like they made a production and I said, oh, they don't have any evidence. Because you make it theatrical because you don't have any evidence. Like, if that was the case, you would have exhibits A through Z and you just show the actual footage. That's not what they did. What they did was they showed Trump speaking and then, like, like in a silhouette type of thing, you see them all in the background yelling, hollering, and screaming. So it makes it seem. And then you chop up what Trump is saying. Lost, it was a Hollywood production. And I said, oh, they don't have any footage. Or they've seen all the footage. And it's not incriminating enough. Because you got to think, Che, there got to be hundreds of cameras in the Capitol. Hundreds. So they have footage from everywhere. They lied about the police officers dying there. That was not true. Police officers didn't die there. Some of them committed suicide, allegedly. Well, I think one guy had a heart. It just, it's just all kind of crazy stuff. But my point is, is that people are acting like Tucker, Tucker Carlson made the footage up. Like it's him. They keep saying Tucker Carlson right. like it's his footage. I'm like, dude, it ain't his footage. That wasn't his GoPro. That came from the Capitol. Like, what are y'all <laughs> talking about? Yeah, it, it it's it's all about the narrative. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's all about what it what it is. It's the narrative that's the only thing that matters. These people don't care. They're ideologues. They have an ideology that they're trying to put out there. That's the only thing that matters, and they'll suppress the truth in order to get that. Um Nobody's saying that things didn't happen on January 6th that weren't cool. Um, but it wasn't the darkest day in, in, in American history. It wasn't an insurrection. It was a bunch of um, belligerent 
people that just don't know how to act. And a lot of other people just went for it. They walked in. They thought, okay, this is what we're going on. The cops ain't stopping us. Nobody's stopping us. They're actually encouraging us. Um, the other thing that people don't want to talk about is the the possibility of um, people that were inciting it, informants, FBI involvement. You already seen. They've questioned the uh, FBI director. They asked her were there any FBI informants involved? She said she couldn't answer that, which usually right. means yes, there was, but she's just yes. not at liberty to say it because it would compromise the, the, uh, the objective. Um, you know, Ray Epps, he was wanted. Now he's not wanted and nobody, <laughs> and they protect him. He's the, he's the only person that's on camera saying we need to go into the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol. And yet he's the only person that nobody wants to talk to. Right. Amazing, right? It makes no Amazing. sense. That's what I'm talking about. So it, it's like these people are, you know, it, they're bent on just pushing a narrative. That's it. And there was even the care. guy, even the guy that was the head of the the Utah BLM chapter, he was even there filming, talking about he, he had a Trump hat on, talking about he's there for research. The, the yeah. Via, the, so, I mean, it's just everybody was in there. Like, it, it wasn't to me, it was almost like everybody got a, a text and it was like going to the Capitol, you know, and just, and honestly, Che, I would say that 99% of the people were just there walking around. I think the 1%, yeah, because I there was one clip of one guy, he was trying to break a window out and they snatched him down and they said he's with Antifa. I don't know if you remember that, but it was a guy breaking the window out. Yeah. They snatched him down and said, he's with Antifa. And they beat him up and threw him off to the side. But I don't know. I mean, it, it just was a this is just a show, man. I don't think that nobody is trying to, and even Tucker, when I watch his his show, I don't think he's trying to say that, oh, it was nothing. I think what they're trying to say and what they don't like to hear is that it's not as big as you're saying that it is. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the main thing. That's the problem that's 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 messing them up is that it's not as big as you wanted to say. You're calling it an insurrection. You're saying it's the darkest day in American history since the worst thing since the Civil War and all this different stuff. Like it, this is it, it's no, it's not. And, and the video shows that the video is not the video doesn't say that bad things didn't happen. The video just says there's an overwhelming amount of amount of people who weren't doing all of these things. Right. And this is, it's just that simple. I don't know. I don't, you know, but that's, that's how they push it. So. And, and Che, you saw those police officers, right? Did any of them look like they were in fear for their life? Of course not. I mean, you was know. there any kind of like edge or they just chilling? It was one big setup. Yeah, that's all it was. I want to play this. I want to. I wanted to talk about the International Women's Day, and they 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 given the award to a man. Um, but there was another story that I came across uh, right before we came on. I just don't like how this camera. I don't know. I got to do something here with this camera, but I'll get it fixed up before we get on next week because it's really lagging for some reason. I think it's just my connection on the um with my camera but anyways whatever we we'll, we'll push through it but there's a story that just took place in fort lauderdale i'm gonna play it we could talk about it real quick and it's 
to me, it's ridiculous. But here we go. Installation in the city of Fort Lauderdale, a pride flag. And well, it's a brand new installation in the city of Fort Lauderdale, a pride flag. And it was already vandalized, not once, but possibly twice. Only on six tonight, it seems that a group of men on bicycles may have targeted the flag first. Alyssa joins us now with more and, and police are now set to review this other incident. Alyssa. Right. Well, police are now looking into that latest video. In fact, police for Lauderdale police were back out here just about an hour ago to pick up that new surveillance video. We're understanding that they're going to then review that video and look to see whether they believe that this was another intentional act of vandalism against this pride flag behind me. New video tonight raising even more suspicions after a new pride flag installation in the city of Fort Lauderdale was found defaced, left covered in skid marks. Fort Lauderdale police was already investigating the vandalism after surveillance video from the nearby Meriwether Resort showed a pickup truck on February 28th doing a blowout over the length of the flag, leaving dark tire tracks behind, all while the passenger of his car gets out and films. I just see people that just have time on their hands that are destructing property and, and spewing hate. Mary Jo Whitehurst, who manages the Meriwether, also found this surveillance video from a few days before that. Guests had mentioned bicyclists leaving behind skid marks. The new video, which she only discovered today, is still being reviewed by police. It shows at least three young men on bicycles circling the flag, leaving tire marks several times. At one point, one of them takes out his phone and begins filming. We're still waiting for police to tell us whether they think this was also an intentional act. The installation had been on display for less than a month. A city project unveiled just in time for Pride of the Americas in February. The mayor with a strong message for the culprits. Let's take your hate somewhere else. We do not want you or anyone like you to be in our city. That's not what we are about here in Fort Lauderdale. Meanwhile, the damage left behind cannot simply be washed away and neither can the pain that it caused for so many who admired the pride and inclusivity that it represented. It is incredibly hurtful. Um, it's something that we work for at Pride is to bring people together to let them know that we expel the hate and try to stay positive and loving. And to see this, which is completely senseless, it's completely filled with hate. <clears throat> Jay. Come on, man. <laughs> Please tell me. Oh, man. Please tell me they're not wasting taxpayer dollars to investigate people on in trucks and on bikes riding in the street. Y'all put the flag in the street. <laughs> Y'all put the flag like in the street. You know, so you go back to what uh, this is what I was alluded to talking about earlier with JJ Reddick, right? And he said <clears throat> they create narratives where it doesn't exist in reality. My the first thing that comes to my mind is why is this news? Why are we talking about it on the news as if it's the, the, that the citizens of Fort Lauderdale need to be concerned? about people making skid marks on the pride flag. 
Like what 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 danger is the community in? What what's going on that what I mean should people be on high alert right now because there are people that will leave a skid mark on a flag that you painted on the ground. I mean this is news. <laughs> Imagine you being the poor guy that, that you're driving and your tire happens to blow out and you just leave the skid mark all through the flag and then you're just trying to get your tire fixed and then the police and then now you're in jail for a hate crime. It's like, over. You're done. It's over. Yeah, you're done. If that happens, you are done. Yeah, don't don't be that guy. Try to find, find something real quick. And you and you and I both know, especially the, the young people on the bikes. You know, when you're young, anything that looks like that in the street, you're gonna ride your bike over it. Like that's just a natural thing that children are gonna do. Like if you if it's something painted on the street, you're going to run your bike on it. I don't care who. Like it's just. It, this man said, I don't want you all in the city with that hate. I don't even want you all in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why? But see, when they talk about media, the media drums this up and makes it into something that it's not. It, this is not an issue. It's, who cares? You know what I mean? Who cares? People make skid marks. <laughs> we used to do that as kids with bikes. Like, you know, you drive your bike fast. You pump. You, you slam on the right. brakes and make a skid mark on the on the on the on the sidewalk. Right. Wow. <clears throat> and especially on a shiny new street. Like, think about it. It's come on, man. Come on, man. It's just attracting everybody to do it because it's in the street. Everybody's gonna want to do something on, on that flag. You could put any flag down there, and folks would do something on the flag just because it's in the street. They're going to. That's just what it yeah. is. Like this is what I'm saying. They make these. They make crisis out of nothing. You know what I mean? It's a crisis because we need it to be a crisis. That's the problem here. I don't know if you saw. There was a story. Um, there was a story not too long ago, or around Valentine's Day. Uh, and I, like I literally got an alert on my phone. I I I, I guess I I get a alerts from some news thing, whatever, right? Some news app. But it said uh, sixth graders received racist Valentine's Day cards from their from their peers. Now, I think I have the clip. Maybe I'll play it real quick. Yeah, let's play this clip. Hold on. You got a phone alert for that? Like an Amber alert? No, not like it. Well, you know how like when you, you know, you get notifications. Not oh, yeah, an yeah, alert, like an ambulance, but a notification from a news organization. I got, but, I got you. But this, but this oh. was on the news. But this was on the news. I think it was, it's, it was out here in Inland Empire. But let me play this. Let, let's play this clip so you guys can see. And I just want to. My point is, is just how the media pushes these narratives. I'll play this clip real quick. We can see it. Just watch. I mean, just watch how they. 
how they they turn it into like you know Nash like like I just said, there's people going around. Was, was this intentional? Did they make these skid marks intentionally? We need to figure this out, guys. We need to figure out if these skid marks were intentional. How how are we going to be able to survive as a community if we don't find out who made these skid marks? And Jay, what if they're colorblind? <laughs> like, what if they don't know? Like, what if they're colorblind and they can't see the color of the flag? Like, is it still a hate crime? Like, it's just dumb. It won't matter. You know that. Let me play this clip real quick. 4.30, anger and disbelief after a group of sixth graders reportedly made racist drawings and gave them to black students at their school. Parents are demanding answers and action from the Upland School District. They accuse the district of not doing enough to address the issue of racism. KCAL News reporter Tina Ezzedine has more on the disturbing drawings and other alleged racial incidents. Handmade cards from classmates. But the words are hateful. They're racist and derogatory terms. It started with this. A card reads, to my favorite cotton picker. Another, you're my favorite monkey. And happy Black History Month. The group will be nice all month. Then came this. A black person hanging from a tree. Rome Douglas is stunned. Our kids should not have to be subjected to that. His 12-year-old daughter, one of several biracial or black students at Pepper Tree Elementary in Upland, taunted by the notes. His son, hearing hate echoed in the halls. My son is saying that this group is coming up behind him making monkey sounds. The students who receive the cards at the school are sixth graders. Parents of at least three of the students have pulled them out of classes for more than a week. Parents waiting for the school board to take action. Something, but so far, nothing. The district on the defense. Want to make it clear that the district will implement disciplinary action in these situations without hesitation. A displeased PTA president. What does that mean? Because it means different things to different people. The school has not identified the students who sent the cards or why it happened, only stating in this letter to parents, quote, although students may not understand the deep meaning of their words and actions, it is vital to emphasize that hate speech, discriminatory behavior, and racial slurs have no place at Pepper Tree Elementary. An unexpected conversation in class. A lesson parents hope now being learned in school. My kids are devastated. They're hurt. Words matter. In Upland, Tina Azadine, KCAL News. <clears throat> Jay, can I say this real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> so. These kids been going to school all year. No racial incidents. All year, they went through Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. And then on Valentine's Day, the kids wake up one day and say, you know what? It's time to be racist. It's just something is missing from it. It doesn't make something missing from this story. And I know of a lot of cases where the black students will perpetuate the hate crime. 
um, where I'm from, it's a high school and somebody put a sign up above the water fountain and it said whites only. And they were just searching around for who did this. It was on the news and everything. And guess who did it? For the black students. There, there was a case in Georgia where the lady was mad at somebody in a subdivision. So she types up letters like it came from the KKK and said she was coming to get everybody. But come to find out. So I just think it's hard to believe that these students have been going to school all year long. No racism. And then on Valentine's Day of all days, they say now is the day to be racist. Why not St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> why is this news? It, that, that's my point with the with the media is is so so we really look, man, sixth grade. Sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, middle school, middle school, high school. You know, you got people got clowned for everything. Kids right. talked about everything. I right. was just talking with my wife about this the other day. Look, if if you're if you're dark skin, they'll talk about you being dark skin. If you light skin, you talk about you being light skin. If you tall they'll talk about you being tall if you fat if you skinny if you it don't matter what it is you are going to get clowned that's just how it goes um people will talk about your race people will talk about your family they'll talk about you where you come from they'll talk about you regardless and a lot of the times it'd be people of your own race that be the most that perpetuate it more than anything oh, else the most flavor Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just don't see why. See, but but see, but this is what happens. They do a new segment on this and you start to say. Right. Racism is everywhere. This is what this is what this means is that racism is everywhere. And the reality is. You know, like, like I said, it's not I don't condone what the kids did. I don't think it's right, you know, but that's something that their parents need to handle. You know what I mean? And then you and then it comes and then there's another issue that I have. It's that I think we've be, become so conditioned that every time there's a problem, we have to run to the state. We have to run to the authorities and tell them to solve it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. if you have a kid and your kid comes home and he says such and such called me names. I mean, why why do we have to why do we always have to go and then get another rule established because your kid got called names? And I'm not I'm not advocating violence, but sometimes sometimes I don't see nothing wrong with boys fighting. You know what I mean? I mean it it, it it's just it's ridiculous, man. Listen, man. It's just I'm just upset because why couldn't the recourse be you all give them a card back? Like, like, why is it? This is what I don't like, right? Every time it's something racial, black people are always taking the weakest route. Like, how are y'all, how are you a six, how are you a sixth grade victim? I'm just saying though, like if somebody gave me the card, we got some options, right? I can go over there and punch you in the mouth. I can make a card about you. 
Like it's so many other options before it even gets to my parents. I wouldn't even show that to my mom. Like I wouldn't even show my mother that somebody made that car. I would have handled it at school. I'm just, it just seems like anytime black people meet any kind of quote unquote racism, now all of a sudden they, I'm like, dude, it's no. Their parents have never been involved in this at all. And honestly, Che, I don't even buy the story. You mean to tell me these students just got racist on balance? I don't buy it. I don't believe it. They would have been racist all year in fifth grade. What about fourth grade? I don't know, man. It just, yeah. the story just seems far fetched. And then the PTA mom, she just want to be on TV. Like she just want to be her, her moment <laughs> of glory where she just, you know, her little uh, Harriet, not Harriet Tubman, I guess, uh, was Rosa Parks, her little moment where she's going to stand up against the system. Come on, man. Get out of here. You know, I, I just think, man, like I said, the media loves to, to they, they have an agenda. So they, they make this a story. It's not a story. Um, is racism wrong? Of course. Uh, but, I mean, kids do what kids do. You know, you send them, you send them back to school. You, you show them some Floyd Mayweather tapes on, on uh, YouTube, and then you send them back the next day and problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to march. We don't have to demonstrate. We don't have to sit here and petition and get some rules made and go through a, you know, seminars of sensitivity training. We don't need to do all that. This is this is ridiculous. It, it just comes like we've just becoming so soft and so dependent oh. on the authorities to handle all the problems instead of just handling it yourself. These are kids. And, and, and there's no reason why the news should be talking about this. Listen, man, you got you got gang members who are killing other gang members you got gang members who are killing innocent people you got people being right. robbed you got homelessness you got drug addiction you got in uh, uh people losing their jobs people losing their homes you got all these different problems sixth graders giving people a note that makes somebody feel bad is not that big a deal i'm i'm sorry i know that you know i'm nobody sitting here saying that the, that the racism is not wrong but what i'm saying is Think about what we're talking about here. We're talking about skid marks on a on on a flag that you painted on the ground, and we're talking about sixth graders. And and did you, I want to go back a second here? I want to go back a second here. Did you did you see the uh, did you see the card the, the the pictures that they drew? What sixth grader is is what? Jay, they're like five years old. Like, who drew that? <laughs> Let me see if I can fast forward to that part. Please, Jay. Hold on. 4.30, anger and disbelief. 4.30, anger and disbelief after a group of sixth graders reportedly made racist drawings and gave them to black students at their school. Parents are demanding answers and action from the Upland School District. They accuse the district of not doing enough to... 430. 430, anger and disbelief after a group of sixth graders reportedly made racist drawings and gave them to black students at their school. Parents are demanding answers and action from the Upland School District. They accuse the district of not doing enough to address the issue of racism. KCAL News reporter Tina Ezzedin has more on the disturbing drawings and other alleged racial incidents. Handmade cards from classmates. 
but the words are hateful. They're racist and derogatory terms. It started with this. A card reads, to my favorite cotton picker. Another, you're my favorite monkey. And happy Black History Month. The group will be nice all month. Then came this. A black person hanging from a tree. Rome Douglas is... Jay, now, I'm not an abstract art enthusiast or, or expert, but how do you look at that last drawing and surmise that it's a person hanging from a tree? It's like scribble scrabble, man. What are y'all doing? So you mean to tell me the fifth, the five-year-olds drew this up and walked to the sixth grade class and handed them out? You notice they said they don't have the students. Who are the students? Are they even white? Che, it's not been established that the students that even gave the cards were even white, Che. They haven't even said that. <laughs> I'm trying, man, I, I gotta get, I gotta, I'm trying to figure out how I could just fast forward straight to their hold on a second. <laughs> che, do you I remember when the, when the sixth um, graders reportedly made racist drawings and gave Accused the district on the disturbing and derogatory terms. It started with this. this is like what is that? It's popcorn. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to get to the A card. Reads to my favorite cotton picker. Another, you're a sixth grader. So how old are you in sixth grade? Eleven. Eleven or eleven? Eleven. My bad. Eleven. An 11 year old, that's what they came up with. It's a sock puppet. Or <laughs> my favorite monkey. And happy Black History Month. The group will be nice all month. <laughs> then came this. Hold on, stop, 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 Che, stop, stop, Che, stop, stop. Che, what sixth grader talks like that? The group will be like, Che, what sixth grader talks like that? The group will be nice all month. Like, what is it, dude? If anything, we need to talk about why sixth graders are drawing like this. Yes. This is short. Books. What is that? I'm, let me, I got to look in the screen. Real quick. So, so you have. What, I thought it was a face because I see two eyes. <laughs> I thought it was a face. And green hair and a brown. That's what I thought. Like a nose, like a face to me. I think that's the real issue here is why are you drawing like this? I understand. I mean, yeah, this is this is terrible. This is a terrible work of art here. Che, look at this picture, Che. How do you get <laughs> this as a person hanging? Like, like, how could you see Che? It's two dots. Green, Jay, look at this. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Jay. Come on. Man. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I, I don't on, know, Jay. man. Come on, Jay. Jay, do you remember when the, the Sesame Street characters were at the parade and they, they um, didn't, I guess, go to the black girls? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? 
Yeah. Now I'm asking you a question. Yeah. Did you ever see the race of the people in the costumes? No, they were blue. No. <laughs> so we just assumed that the folks in the costume were racist white people. We never saw it was in the costume. We never saw. But you know what? It's like what Kendrick Perkins did, right? You have to say it. You just imply it. And then there's no follow-up to it. It, it it just it just it just continues to go. Most people aren't going to investigate, like you said earlier. No, no, most people aren't going to try to look into and, and think about context. They don't get into the nuance, they just hear what they hear and they keep pushing. You know what I mean? And they take it as fact. That happened. Period. Doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. That's what happened. That's what it is. And and that's what I'm talking about, man. The media has that power to do that. I don't know, I man. I just don't buy the. And you know what's crazy? The parent again context. Even the parents looking at the drawings should have been like, "Wait a minute, these kids are in your class. You in class with D? I got what, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, like y'all are the same grade? What is this? Like, they should have said. They should have said, you know." I'm, you know, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, and, and I don't mean to offend nobody, so please don't take, I, I got to put that disclaimer out there. But um, especially kids tend to do stuff like that because you drawing like that and you saying these weird little comments, this is not no regular kid. This is not no, this is, these are weirdos, man. This is something ain't right. And they're probably being, if, they, if it is true, Che, they were told to put it on there. Like they didn't just do it on it. Like somebody told them, hey, write this. Cause you know, come on, Che, you know they somebody was like, write this, draw this. Yeah. Come on. This is ridiculous. I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's it's just the it's the um that made how the they do it. And 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 they actually showed the cards. They were better off not showing the cards. Yeah. They, yeah, they should have kept that. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, I wouldn't show them cars. Like, uh, man, crazy stuff. But um, well, we had the International Women's Day. You saw that, man. It is what it is on that. But I uh, mean, but I thought we what know else what you got so going. Is the International Women? So are we saying women are women now? I mean, whose money is it? Let's play the let's play that real quick. Let's let's get into that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure real out whose money is because it's International Women's Month. So shout out to the women. But this was I think yesterday or two days ago. Biden, um, Jill Biden was there. They were honoring women internationally, women all around the world. And then this is one of the recipients. I'll play it. In Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. After women were barred from schools in Afghanistan, 
change. <laughs> Since when did getting beat up make you a hero? <laughs> like, like. Since when are you get like how is this heroic? Being a victim is what it's all about. Everybody's a victim. Um, you know, this dude said he's he's a woman now, so he gets honored because his family tried to knock some sense into him and tell him you're being ridiculous. Um, the whole world told him he was being ridiculous, but he's a hero because he stood up and said, "No, I'm going to be a woman, and you, and, and an ugly woman, a, a ugly a woman, ugly woman, bad shape, face, be oh, just can't even talk about won't... that though. No, no, you can't talk about the shape. Shape is okay. You can be fat. Uh, you <sighs> can be. Like it's, not even, I mean, it's not even a standard. It's just like y'all just throwing a wig on and just shaving and throwing a wig on. Like here I am. I'm like, come on. You ain't even putting no sometimes effort. Sometimes they don't even shave. <laughs> sometimes they don't even shave. It's like no effort. Just wig, lipstick. I'm, I'm a woman. Let's go. Like goodness. You ain't going to practice? It's, it, man, I don't know what it is. Man. What's going on? Um. That's why I just say, man, like, we got to stop playing these games with these people. We have to. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to stop playing these games. I yeah, made a video to. earlier this week where I was just saying, like, you know, oh, the, the, the thing they were saying, you're if you don't say Latinx, you're transphobic. So I just say, okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? saying like, that? I'm not going to keep going back. Yeah, they're saying if you don't say Latinx, you're transphobic. That's fine. Latinx you know I mean? is, about, if, is, is it about the gay community, the LGBTQs? Well, because they put the X because Latino or Latina, it's men and women, and that doesn't include people oh. that are non-binary or non-gender conforming peoples. Jay. I don't care. That's what oh you got to just say, bro. I, I just don't care. I don't care. Like, I, that's fine. Hey, well, you're transphobic if you don't do that. Okay, that's cool. Jay, is that what the Latinx is for? To get rid of the genders? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's, it, it excludes uh, non gender nonconforming people. Oh, my goodness. So you want to give the whole label to a whole group of people? You know, how, like, so, all y'all are this. Yeah. Latinx because it's more inclusive. It includes everybody. Men, oh women, goodness. trans, non-binary, uh, fairies. Uh, what's the oh. other ones? Oh my goodness. What's the ones? What's the ones? Uh, uh, what's the ones? The people, what they say that they are, that they, they think they're babies. <laughs> What's the ones that they think they're babies? They think they think they're uh I forget what they're called. The people they they dress up like oh I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about uh ba baby diaper lovers. 
Che, I did not connect the dots between the masculine and feminine endings on the the words. Oh my goodness, that is. It's like oh. it's like it's like the nation of Islam. So, <laughs> the A and the O represented the. So I'm, I'm about to make up. I'm about to make something up here. It's gonna sound really good. <laughs> No, really, it's gonna sound really good, and and right. and I, I just just give me credit because people on the left they're going to take this, and all the people in this movement they're going to take this. But watch, so remember, just like Malcolm X in the nation when you took you took your the the last name of his name was Malcolm Little, but because he didn't know his real last name, it was Malcolm X because Little was the slave master's name. Well, the A and the O in Latina or Latino is us, the chains, <laughs> the chains of our enslavement to the gender binary. Therefore, we drop the A and the O to symbolize our o <laughs> symbolize how we don't know our 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 real identity. So we're free now, just as, you know, just as we dropped the last name of our oppressors, we dropped the A and the O because it's oppressing us into the gender binary. Listen, man, I hope they don't see this and and, and, and run with that because they, they're going to run with that. If they see this, they're going to run with that. They're going to run with that. Isn't that what Malcolm X did? Isn't that what Malcolm X like? They gonna run with that. They gonna run with that. We don't have to be conformed to this. The the <laughs> the ideology of our oppressors anymore. We have been freed from the A and the O. We still live in poverty. <laughs> Hold up, A and O. So that leaves I, E, and U. Because you got rid they of have not, They have not been freed yet. <laughs> we have overcame A and the O. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know how it's saying? They're going to run with that. You know what's sad, Che? Is they actually sound like that. Like you're joking, and be, yeah. No, they'll be dead serious. They'll they'll be dead serious about saying that, and they'll look at you like you crazy. Like you ever, you ever. Uh, I I sent you the video this week of of. I wish I had. I could pull it up, but I, I don't got it re ready. Um, with old boy consciously. Uh, you know the one I sent you the video where he was dancing. Oh yeah, with he, the, had, with, he had a control. He had a control. I mean, but you know, he's he he's 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 super woke. Yeah. But this is the type of stuff he talks about. They make absolutely no sense, right? They just talk. They just talk. It's a bunch of of um, what do they say? Word salad. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of big words, you know. And you just talk and you just say things, and you're really playing to a, a crowd that is really ignorant. That all they care about is Cardi B 
and TikTok dances. And so they so somebody else comes along and they do a little dance. They put a little beat behind it and then they say a bunch of words that they don't understand and they take it as fact. And they don't really sit there and they think about it, how ridiculous this sounds. I could do everything I just said right there. I could do that. I could make I should make it a, a TikTok a, just like that. We are now free from the A and the O. Dude, Ow. I bet it, I bet it goes viral. I, I guarantee it goes viral. Expeditiously. It, you know what? Uh, you know, you know what guy is funny to me is Michael Eric Dyson. This dude, Another I remember one. you talking with Candace Owens, and she was just like, You're using a bunch of big words, you ain't saying nothing. Like he just was they just rambling do. off. She's like, You're not saying anything, you're using big words. That's what they all do, bro. They just say a bunch of big words. Like I said, it, it's exactly what I just said. You say a bunch of big words to a bunch of ignorant people, and they take it as fact. Must be true. He said expeditiously. I don't know. My camera's lagging. I see. You. Man, I appreciate it. What, what else you got going on lately, uh, Blanche? Uh, nothing, man. I've just been going live on YouTube, you know, just shadow ban on IG, just going live yeah, on man. YouTube, you know. No idea. Um, I'll put all the links in the description where people can follow you, subscribe to your YouTube channel, watch you on YouTube. Um, you know, we'll do this again. This is how we do it. You know, we always get together here. But I'm, um, I'm gonna use your I'm gonna do, I'm gonna use your clip too. And you know what? I think I'm gonna make I'm 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 gonna make a nice little video on that. I'm, we got to do yeah. this, man. The A and the I've I've never realized <laughs> that all the problems that I faced in my life. It's only because I've been conf I've been oppressed by the A and the O. Yes. Set me free. Well, man, appreciate you coming on, bro. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Put it on the shade room. I mean, you know, the shade room will pick up whatever. They, it's going to go viral. Yeah. But, yeah. I appreciate it, uh, Blanche. We'll do it again. All right. All right, man. All right. That was uh, Blanche there. Um, I don't know. My camera been lagging, so I got to fix that. But I told you guys I was going to have an announcement, um, and it's something we're going to try to do uh, every week. Um, you'll hear more about it if you follow me on all my social media down there at the bottom. You can see. Um, what I'm going to try to do is, is every week as, as a way to give back, we're going to do like a raffle. Um, I'll put the it, I'll put all the instructions, uh, things you need to do to enter, how much it's gonna cost, um, depending on the, the prize that we're giving away. Um, I we've been putting together. Uh, my wife and I we started a business. We start we sell a lot of natural products. So maybe I'll put it together a bundle of natural products. Things like I'll just show you a couple of things: toothpaste, soap. All this is natural, no fluoride in the toothpaste, so you don't end up turning gay. Um, we got the aloe vera, the shea butter black soap, the shea butter lotions. Um, and this is my favorite is the beard oil. As you can see, you probably can't see it in the camera, but it's a, it's a vitamin E and shea butter. 
this is another wound. I saw all these real fast, intense pain oil. You to roll on. It gets it's better than Bengay. It's all natural products. I'm gonna put together like a little, uh, uh, maybe about fifty, sixty dollars worth of stuff. We'll start like a little. Um, uh, we'll start about fifty, sixty dollars worth of stuff. Maybe five dollars to enter, and we'll do a raffle one every week. I'll give it away to whoever wins. Um, other things I'll be doing. Most of you don't know. I'll be selling shoes, so. I got things like these Air Maxes. Maybe we'll do a raffle and give off something like that, brand new out the box. Depending on what I do, it'll be, it'll depend on how much we gonna how much they're gonna um what the entry fee is gonna be. But every week, put that together. I'll put some links in the in the in the description so you can go out and check out some of the products that we got. We do ship. We will get it out there. Um, the toothpaste, as you can see, the toothpaste is charcoal vegetable base no um no fluoride all that type of stuff so we're gonna try to do some stuff like that every week just a way to kind of give back um you know put some stuff out there uh, you know just have a chance to, you could take away more than just just what you get and i hope we, we we bring you a good product as far as uh as far as this this content i see that my camera's been lagging really bad I need to fix that. I'll get it fixed before we get on next week. Next week, I got a really good guest. You guys are going to be impressed with. You know, you it's it's going to be a really good show. But I appreciate everybody for getting on here. Um, follow Blanche on all the links that I'm gonna put in the description box. Follow me. Um, subscribe to this channel. Share it. Get it out there to as many people as possible. Also, stand up now. Apparel.com. That's where you get this shirt and other apparel like that. But I appreciate everybody for joining. Until then, I'll see you next week around 6, 6.30. Follow my social media. I'll let you know. 6, 6.30 next. Every Thursday, I'll be here on YouTube. My name is Che, my name is che and this is the No Spoon Podcast. <laughs>